Developing this morning, a small plane crashed while trying to land at Orlando Sanford International Airport. Three people were on board when this all happened last night. West News' Bob Hazen is live now at the airport this morning. Bob, officials say that they ran into another plane. Yeah, unfortunately, no one was on that plane that was on the ground, but this did cause a big mess out here for the airport. Now, Chopper 2 was able to see that plane that crashed on the ground yesterday on the runway here, and officials with Orlando Sanford International say the two planes were part of a training school that operates here. One of them was landing at the time with three people on board, but it came up short of the runway and slammed right into that second plane that was parked on the ground. Firefighters came out, dumped foam on all over the plane to put out the flames and we are told that the people on board were able to get off safely. The good news is nobody was seriously hurt of uh, the three people involved. Um, only one of them was transported for the, to the hospital and we believe that it was for precautionary reasons. And that crash also forced the airport to run inspections on the runway to make sure there is no significant damage. They believe everything's all right. No flights should be impacted today. At this point, officials can't say yet why that pilot came up short of the runway, but the NTSB and the FAA are both going to be investigating. Reporting live at Orlando Sanford International Airport, Bob Hazen, West 2 News. It is 6.03 and we have an update this morning out of Marion County in a deadly shooting investigation. We're going to bring in Sonica Donke now and Sonica authorities are telling us they have someone in custody. Yeah, we learned overnight, Jason, that that suspect turned himself into a sheriff's office in Georgia, though we are still waiting to learn his name. This investigation started yesterday afternoon in Citra around 4 o'clock. Deputies responded to a shooting call on Northeast 41st Court, about two miles east of Highway 301. That's where they found a woman dead. And while we don't know a motive, deputies say they are treating this as a homicide. They believe it is an isolated incident. Again, deputies have not identified the woman who was killed or the suspect. But as soon as we learn more about her and the shooter, we will update you. Meredith, back to you. Sonica, a man accused of taking part in the murder of a mother in Orange County is asking for a jury to decide his fate. Jordan Robinson is accused in the deadly shooting of Roxana Sanchez. The mom was killed almost three years ago on the night before Mother's Day. Yesterday, the defense brought a psychiatrist to evaluate Robinson's mental state. His lawyers say that he had to be supervised behind bars because he tried to commit suicide. After a brief talk with his attorney, the judge told him that this is his last chance to consider a plea deal. But Robinson rejected that and said that he wants a jury trial. A pretrial hearing is set for August. Deputies in Orange County need your help finding this missing teenager. Look up at your screen. This is 13-year-old Madeline Soto. They say she was last seen around 8.30 Monday morning near Town Loop Boulevard and Hunters Park Lane in Orlando. She was wearing a green sweatshirt, black shorts, and white Crocs. If you know where she is, call the sheriff's office. Developing this morning out of Broward County, nine cases of the measles have been linked to an outbreak. Now some leaders are calling for the state surgeon general to resign. Democratic Congresswoman Debbie Wasserman Schultz is calling Dr. Joseph Latipo a misinformation super spreader. He sent out a letter to the Manatee Bay Elementary parents permitting them to send unvaccinated children to school amid the outbreak. Wasserman Schultz says his letter contradicts advice from the CDC and other doctors. So far in Central Florida, there has been one measles case reported in Polk County. Four swans at Lake Yola have died over the past two weeks, and two of them have tested positive for the bird flu. Washington's Tony Atkins is live at Lake Yola this morning, and Tony, the second pair, died over the past weekend. 
Yeah, Mary, right now we're waiting on test results to see if they died from bird flu as well. Now, what we do know is that two swans, one was an adult royal mute as well as an Australian black swan, they've already tested positively for bird flu. Two black neck swans died over the weekend, so those results will come in time. The city says it's worked to disinfect areas of the park like surfaces, working to get those sanitized. They say that it's rare, but it's possible for bird flu to be transmitted to humans. We always come here. You know, today I brought my family. Uh, they came from Brazil to visit us and uh, we are all feeding the birds. So, I mean, that's scary because we have uh, children here. That's not good. That sounds horrible. But uh, we don't really touch the birds when we're out here. You know, we feed them. The city says it's best for people and pets to avoid contact with the birds and bird waste. They recommend if you believe you may have stepped in waste or come in contact with it in some form, make sure you take off your shoes at home and clean them. The city says also because the park is so big, they're hoping that the, the flu can spread so they can, all the birds can gain immunity and be, you know, all of them can be safe as this continues to spread. For now, reporting live at Lake Eola, Tony Atkins, West 2 News. The Michigan primaries are officially in the rear view, and now candidates are looking ahead. Yeah, Super Tuesday is less than a week away, and we're going to bring in Sheldon Dutez now. Sheldon, not one, but 15 states and a territory will cast ballots on that day. Yeah, things are certainly getting interesting. Former President Trump and President Biden are the projected winners in the Michigan primaries, but each of these candidates faces their own set of challenges heading into Super Tuesday. Now, the pressure is ramping up even more on Nikki Haley, but the former South Carolina governor promises to stay in this race, even though she keeps losing to Donald Trump. Now, she is back on the campaign trail today. She will be in Utah. President Biden easily won the Democratic primary race in Michigan, but the results show some warning signs for him. More than 10% of the Democrats in Michigan voted uncommitted in protest of his handling of the Israel-Hamas war. Michigan was the last major primary state before next week's Super Tuesday election. After last night's results, the country appears to be inching closer to a possible rematch between Biden and Trump. All right, Sheldon, and keep in mind, Florida's presidential primary is Tuesday, March 19th. Only registered Republicans can vote in this closed primary. There's no Democratic primary since President Biden is the party's only candidate. But keep in mind, voters will participate in some local races, and that's for all parties. Today, the Salvation Army Orlando will unveil new upgrades to its women's and children's shelter. The shelter has undergone several improvements to enhance its living conditions and services for the women and children it serves throughout the community. A ribbon-cutting ceremony will be held this morning at 930.